episode 143 on Monday the 8th of June 2015. I am your host Stephen Layton. Um, welcome to In My Mug and welcome to the news. Where am I? I'm in Simonelli in Italy. So, as I said, I am not in the UK at the moment. I'm in Simonelli's factory in, uh, where is it again? Belforte del Chiente. Yeah? Which is outside Ancona, a long way outside Ancona, I found out from the drive this morning. But I'm here recording the In My Mug because uh, I've done a really interesting uh, focus on, which means I'm going to cut the short news short. Um, apart from there are loads of coffee, new coffees on the site that aren't going to be in my mugs. Go take a look at the site, there are billions on there at the minute, you should really check them out. But let's go to focus on, and this week we get a special guest to come and talk to us about the Italian coffee industry. So welcome to this Tampa Tantrum Short. Now, do you like to introduce yourself to the lovely people at home? Uh, sorry. No, it's okay. T tell the people at home who you are and your uh, job title. My job title is uh, I, I prefer to be AST, Authorized Sky Trader. Yeah. I'm barista at the beginning and now too. And I'm a Sky Italia president. National coordinator, exactly. El Presidente. <laughs> two El Presidentes together is only the UK. Yeah, I know, I know. So we are two presidents. Two presidents together. We're going to have to have one president off. Um, so, the reason I've got you on here was I wanted to talk a little bit about the Italian barista scene. So, what's happening in Italy um, and how it's changing, because I think there's, there's lots of changes happening with the barista culture in Italy. So, can you tell us a little bit about what, what's happening here? What, what kind of things are uh, uh, developing? Developing. Uh, so, mm, I need to be a premise before, because the coffee in Italy, the tradition of coffee in Italy, is um, rotted. Okay? Is, um, is, uh, rotted means uh, uh, it's a very strong, uh, the old tradition of coffee. Uh, usually, we use uh, two methods to extract the coffee, mocha and espresso, so it's uh, since a uh, long time. It's not easy to make uh, a changement, okay? And, but uh, we are working for that, uh, like uh, Sky Italia, so um, there are a lot of coffee shops uh, open in, uh, in this year, last uh, two years, uh, in Milan, Bergamo and Florence. Do you know uh, Francesco Sanapo? He doesn't know Sanapo! Yes, Sanapo. And uh, there are uh, other coffee shops uh, around the Italy uh, to present uh, more than uh, two blends uh, in their uh, shops. So, but uh, we have a lot, a lot of uh, coffee shops and not to easy meet uh, these high quality coffee shops. So, uh, we are working because we are more than 600 members of Sky Italia, okay? And uh, uh, a lot of companies, roasters company and um, manufactured companies and baristas are using more uh, high quality coffee. And they are using that in a proper way, okay? It's not, uh, I want to repeat, um, it's not so easy. Changement for us. Yeah. Okay. 
So, I mean, espresso in Italy isn't just a coffee drink, is it? It's a, it's a way of life. It's a, in the morning, you have to have an espresso. So, taking something away that people have been used to and changing it for this sweet or fruity coffee, what challenges does that pose to the barista? Do, do they find it hard to say, you know, like, for instance, Francesco's shop in uh, Florence, does he get people going, that's not espresso? Is that something that's common? <laughs> Yes, it's common for the usually customers and normal customers because the normal customer for us the espresso is strong. The consumers say, say strong. Strong for us mean, means high, medium, high body, yeah. sugar brown flavor, just a little bit bitter in aftertaste. Okay. Uh, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't like to change this profile, this typical profile. I'd like to change the defects because a lot of uh, roasters make the blend coffee with defects, yeah. and some baristas uh, make roast the coffee, the espresso, okay? Because they uh, don't clean the machine, don't clean the filter, porta filter, and more. So I'd like to taste our typical espresso. In, uh, in a proper way, without the defects. So this, this, for me, this is the way, this target in the medium term, okay, for the Italian, uh, the Italian environmental of coffee, okay? And uh, usually the, the, the customers uh, drink the same coffee in the morning, after, after, after lunch and the evening, because we like this profile, but the key could be different profile in different moment of the day okay you said before in the morning probably lighter after lunch stronger yes. <laughs> okay more sugar browning less flour yeah. and uh, in the evening uh, lighter again okay and that could be a key for the changement i don't think it's so different in the uk but we take that defect part of, of roasting too dark and sometimes it's about powerful flavours that are in the coffee, not necessarily putting the coffee by the roasting process. So I, I don't think we're so different, but what I have noticed in Italy is technique is much better. Mm. So people pull espressos correctly at the petrol station, at the corner shop, at the coffee bar. Why do you think that Italy is so much better at making espresso? Do you think it's just because tradition and how many you make? <laughs> yes, it's a tradition because uh, we born in front of the coffee machine. <laughs> my, my father, my grandfather, every grandfather, uh, every father uh, brought uh, her, uh, he, his uh, children in a coffee bar. Okay, and uh, uh, probably it's uh, easy to push a button, okay, and extract the coffee. But it's not so easy. Uh, you know, it's not so easy. Okay, but uh, uh, if you see a lot of a lot of time for a long time, this uh, this way to prepare the coffee for us is uh, uh, usually to make a coffee like uh, for you uh, drink a beer or or more. Okay, the coffee in Italy is more famous than pizza, pasta, and wine. Yeah. So for us, the, the coffee is uh, runs in our blood. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we are uh, all, all the Italians are coffee makers. No more are baristas. <laughs> so I had a coffee today at the petrol station mm. at this, the, by the side of the road, and it wasn't horrible. 
<laughs> that, that's as good as I've got. It wasn't a horror body. I drank it and went, that was okay. I've had much worse espressos in specialty coffee bars in London, so um, it, it, was, it was an eye-opener to me. So, before we wrap up, talk to me a little bit about the barista competition as it happens here um, in Italy. What, have you seen a change in the competition over the past three, four years? Because I certainly feel I've seen a change in the winners that have been coming to WBCs. Mm -hmm. So, has there been a change in the barista and the way that they perform? I saw a changement because uh, mm, the, the champion is the same last year because it's Giacomo Vanelli this year and last I, year. I, I know Giacomo. Okay, you know Giacomo too. You know more uh, Italian champions probably. Well, I, I always used to Giacomo. Ah, yes, yes. I drank uh, your, uh, your coffee when uh, Giacomo was preparing the, the competition. Yeah. So, but uh, the changement is uh, last uh, few years uh, were Francesco Sanabo and Eddie Righi, top level baristas yeah. in Italy and the world probably, yeah. and other baristas uh, very low in uh, quality competition. Okay, but now we have uh, probably six, seven very good baristas, young baristas, and with a lot of passion. Okay, um, uh, the, the the danger the danger the, dan the danger could be. Uh, the top baristas became uh, a trainer or showman. But if you have six, seven, eight good baristas, probably you will, you will have uh, a good team uh, for the competition, high quality team. So, like Sky Italia, we are doing uh, um, an, in an innovation, a calibration for judges. Okay? Right. We um, would like to increase the number of judges in Italy, international judges, and at the same time, if we grow like high quality judgment, judges, we increase like competition, competitors' quality. Yeah. Okay? So, um, I'm uh, probably. I'm trust to this uh, this innovation. I trust to this uh, this good uh, this good team, uh, the, these good guys, uh, baristas. I, I I think that's a key to any barista competition is the team behind the baristas as well. And I think SCA Italy are also providing a very important part to that team. So well done. And I mean I've seen it personally the improvement in uh, some of the Italian baristas coming through to world competitions, and it's been exciting to see. So. Um, thank you very much for joining me, and um, yeah, that was amazing, thank you. You're welcome. So I think that was a really interesting focus on, and uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, as I say, I'm currently in uh, Simonelli's factory. Where is it again, Dale? La Forte del Chiente, which is outside Ancona. A long way out saying Mancona, it was a very long drive today and I nearly killed myself on the motorway. Having to follow a lunatic who's over there down the motorway at 150 kilometres? 160? 70 kilometres, yeah. 170 kilometres down the motorway. On the wrong side of the road in a car that I don't, a Fiat 500, thank you Dale. L. A Fiat 500 L, which means it's pointless. It's not a small car or a big car, it's a car. Um, we should talk about this week's coffee. So this week's coffee comes from um, a mill called Don Mayo. The farm is called Finca Bella Vista. 
the varietal is Katura and it is a fully washed Katura. So it's a big long name, um, but all those things are really important. The Mill Don Mayo is owned by the Bonilla family. Um, and I am so excited to try this as espresso in a minute because I know how great this coffee is. Uh, Alexador, who is uh, Hector's daughter, is the Costa Rican barista champion 2013 and 2014. Um, is a super talented barista, but they are a super talented coffee family. Um, the brothers uh, are just, like, they do all of the processing. Hector just sits with his feet up now and he gets all his children to do the work on the farm, which is it's actually quite clever. I wish I got his, uh, his insights and smartness to do that. Um, the farm is in uh, Tarazu in the uh, Cortez region. And it, 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 so you'll see on the map bit, but it is a fantastic map bit because you get to see this whole uh, dam part and you can see this dam perfectly from the farm. I mean, absolutely perfectly. You get a real great bird's eye view of it. Um, and it is absolutely beautiful farm. Uh, the other far there are other farms that get delivered to that mill, so you'll see other Don Mayos coming on the site. Um, just remember, Don Mayo, the mill part, Bella Vista, the farm part. And they are important in uh, Costa Rica. And this is mainly because of the, uh, what can I say, the uh, micro mill revolution that happened in the late 90s, early 2000s, where instead of delivering to big co-ops, as lots of places did, they started to deliver them um, kind of uh, started to do their own processing, their own pulping. And that's where we saw the uprising lots of honeys, we saw the uprising uh, lots of red, black, yellow, purple, green honeys. No, there are a lot of different honey processes that go on. Um, and this is purely because of this micro-mill revolution. And people who own the mills are very proud of the fact that they mill it themselves. So that is why it goes into the title. Um, farm is around about 1800 metres above sea level uh, and it's just in the most perfect of locations, it really is. It gets great sun uh, but not too much, it gets great cloud uh, to cool it down. In the mornings it's very cool so it takes a long time to heat up so the cherries never get too hot. An absolutely beautiful uh, microclimate that's going on on there. So uh, because it was a long uh, focus on, we should really get a move on and get to this week's map. Happy Arno when I'm waving you off up into the skies. Same clip over and over again, but don't tell anybody. So here we are, we're looking at good old Blighty and the good old Earth. Which way shall we go? I think we should go across the Atlantic uh, and go to where we're going to be spending a lot of time, as I've said recently, Central America. And you can see the spine of coffees from the spine of mountains that are there. Um, but we're interested in particular in that one there, Costa Rica. Uh, Costa Rica, where I was in January, uh, enjoyed the trip very, very much. It's, uh, it's a very, very beautiful country, and it's very easy to get around as well. So the Costa Rican female president is called Laura Chinchilla. It's a bit of a weird name, isn't it, for a president, but hey... Um, it could be Chipmunk, I suppose. Laura Chipmunk. No. Okay, so we're looking down to Bella Vista, and you can see here all of those little lines are the plots of the farm. So those those are the coffee plants of the coffee that you are drinking on this week's In My Mug. And then if we do a bit of clever camera trickery, we can kind of come around. Look at that mountain range. Just look at it. It's amazing. It's such a beautiful country. Um, and Tarazu, in particular, San Marco de Tarazu, is a spectacular region. Very, very beautiful. So the highest point is 3,810 metres, which is uh, Ciro Chipora. And the lowest point, of course, is the ocean, because that's at 
at sea level. So if you look there at the picture, that's a picture I took from my camera and a picture of from the farm. That is the just in the foreground of it, but you don't get to see the, the line so much. But it is just like, I, I've stood on that soil. That picture, I took the GPS coordinates for Bella Vista from them. And that uh, hydroelectric demo I was talking about, if I can just make this click on by the pair of magic, I can go, there we go. That's the dam there. And... Um, it's spectacular. It really is breathtaking. You can walk across that dam as well. And um, yeah, it's a memory that will stay with me for a long time, as will that trip. And that was an awesome map bit. Love the map bit. It's always my most exciting part. Um, but we should go to the daft facts. And without Roland, who can possibly do the daft facts? Pecorino cheese. Something very interesting. It's a very small uh, production place nearby us, five minutes by car from Nuova Simonelli. Uh, Di Peto Antonio is the name of the place, and they are producing uh, small, uh, uh, small production of, of cheese. It's a cheese factory, but very, very small. It's not industrial. And uh, all the milk is taken by their uh, sheep because Pecorino is, do, is doing with. Uh, uh, sheep milk, and then you can have different varieties, you know, several ones. You can have 50-50, uh, like for the blends of coffee, you know, with cow and, uh, and sheep, uh, olive for sheep, uh, and so on. Then you can have with peppers, uh, truffles, mushrooms, and whatever. So you just have to go and try, because it's amazing. 343 episodes of this recording. We've never had a cheese fact. Thank you very much. Pleasure. <laughs> cheese. Who knew? Cheese factory. Apparently, it's just over there. So yeah, we, we, there's no conversation about eating cheese later. Uh, right, I'm going to wipe you on pause. I'm going to go and get a delicious and tasty espresso-based drink, uh, and I'm back with you in just a second. Okay, so I'm back. Uh, I'm told it's coming, but before it does come. I think Colin came to the factory and left his mug behind, his espresso cup behind, because he's so giant like this is the kind of. Can you take that one away for me? Thank you. Right, so uh, I have the uh, 100th anniversary of Victoria Arduino um, cup to drink from. Um, I've only got espresso this week. Uh, this is a delicious cappuccino and even more delicious brewed coffee. But if I'm going to drink it anyway, definitely espresso is the way that I would be wanting to drink it. So super floral to start off with on the aroma and on the flavours. It's very bright. It's very kind of big in your mouth, in your face, kind of puckering up my mouth a little bit. But then it turns into this like really beautiful silky honey taste, like smooth and delicate. And the aftertaste for me is just 100% apricot. Not a little bit, a lot. You're getting a whole kind of punch in the mouth of apricot. And I think that is a delicious espresso from a delicious farm that does great work and a great mill as well that does lots of work. Um, you should keep an eye out for the other ones that are coming on from the, uh, from the same mill but different farms. Coffees taste completely differently even though they're next door to each other. Really are quite a big difference. Right, uh, thank you very much for joining me. Uh, I am going to do my normal sign off but I'm going to do it somewhere else.
and it seemed right only to do it here with the big Simon behind me. Do remember, life's definitely too short for bad coffee. Thank you, Simonelli.